All right. Well, that went uh, a little bit better than expected. This is the Nolcast Instant Reaction Show. This is Bud Elliott. I'll be recapping the game here uh, tonight, obviously, the Instant Reaction. A couple little ground rules. Number one, it's not a full-length show. It, it's kind of a quickie recap. I just give you my thoughts as I wrote them down during the game. Uh, we emphasize pretty much every quarter equally because points, regardless of when you score them, they count. And so if you screwed up in the first quarter, we're going to talk about that. If you screwed up in the fourth quarter, we're also going to talk about that, uh, quite obviously. Florida State falls 31-24 to Virginia in a more competitive effort uh, than either of the co-hosts uh, expected. And uh, actually got the cover, if you're into that kind of thing. Shout out to our four sponsors, obviously Louisiana Hot Sauce, three-something ingredients, one great product. Madison Social Township, Central, the For the Table Restaurant Group family of restaurants. Resolution Home Loans, 844-FSU-LOAN or FSUHomeLoans.com. And of course, Travis Johnson, attorney at law. Travis Johnson, an excellent family law attorney, board certified, 850-435-9919. All right, so I guess we'll start, uh, we should start with the last play just to get out of the way. I know a lot of people are talking about it. Um, Blackman hits, hits Helton and, uh, it looks like the clock should probably be, be stopped uh, to set the ball with like seven or six left, I, I, I think. Uh, but instead, it's not. And Florida State ends up losing two or three seconds on this. Uh, if you wanted to spike the ball at that point, you would have had a better opportunity to do it. Personally, I am not a big fan of the spike there. I, I think the spike allows the defense to set up. And if you've talked about what play you want to run, which I assume that they had because they very clearly had a direct snap play on to Acres, which is a play that would make sense. I, I know they rep that in practice. It, it's it's a goal line, two point conversion, you know, inside the five type play. Acres can throw as well. You're dragging McKitty across the back there. He, he probably could have pitched the ball to McKitty, but it doesn't work, and uh, and you end up you end up failing there. Yes, they probably should have had more time. I'm not going to focus on that. There were a lot of other plays that Florida State screwed up in this game. And there were a lot of other plays that Florida State played well and better than I I thought they would have played. So uh, we'll, we'll discuss those more. And, you know, if, if Terry makes a block, maybe Akers has a better shot to, uh, to score there. But, no, I, I don't hate not spiking the ball. Yes, the refs probably should have given them more time. Would a spike have worked? It's debatable, depending on how fast you get up to the line there, uh, if, if you can get the spike off. But... Undoubtedly, a spike also allows the the defense to get set up, and uh, and as the offense, you can dictate that if you have a play you like, and apparently they did. So, all right, offense, five yards of play. I think that is almost exactly what we made the goal. I, I think I'll, I'll scroll down, and look at our look at our show notes here. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's I think that's what we made made the goal. In the, uh, in the in the pre thing, so offense basically met goal as far as hey, what kind of performance would you need from this offense in order to, to have a shot to win the game? We 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 thought five yards play made sense. UVA is a very good defense; they're they're stingy, they bring pressure from all over the place, and yet Florida State was able to do some things against them tonight, which is really encouraging. You know, I, I think last year's team faced against this would go up there and get blown out, and and this team did not. They they played better. They've clearly made. Some improvements. Not enough to win, obviously, and this is Florida State, so you can't have too many of these moral victories. But 
Uh, they did play better, and and that was encouraging. Um, still somewhat disappointed here in in James Blackman's performance. Six point three yards per attempt is is just not not great. Uh, no turnovers was encouraging, and really not uh, not too many of any balls that that I thought should have been picked. So. You know, when we discuss play, we, we, win or lose, we discuss quality of play and what happened in the game. And, and that goes for the same if, if people are dropping interceptions or not. It, as far as I can remember here, he didn't have any balls that were like, oh, that definitely should have been picked. And and he got fortunate that it wasn't. So that was good. Um, I thought at times he really moved well in the pocket. UVA brings a whole lot of pressure, and, and he did move around and do well there. But, uh, but, but he just had too many misses. Um, the... The miss to McKitty on, on the penultimate drive is it's just a really bad miss. And, and he had too many balls in the dirt. 22 of 37 uh, for, for 234. I mean, look, throwing 37 times for just 234 yards is is really not good enough. Um, so that was that was disappointing uh, right there. As far as your chunk plays, we, we, we went over this. How many passes over 25 yards the force did have. In the last game, in this game, they actually had three. They, they had a ball to Blackman for 28. They had a ball to McKitty for 28, which was a a, a, a fake screen up the seam. I'll discuss that in a second. And then uh, then they had another one to McKitty for 30. So, so good to see McKitty more involved in the offense. That's probably a game plan thing where, where UVA was, was allowing that. Um, but a, a lack of connection on the, uh, on the downfield balls, and Blackman has been bad at that this year. And that, that hurts. Um, because you've got to be able to take the top off a of defense. Right now, Blackman is not able to do that, and that, that's that's certainly hurting this offense. Teams are not really fearing the deep ball, and I mean, probably the worst miss of the game was the the wide open double move to Tamari and Terry on the final drive, where everybody's going to focus on the final play or the final sequence, and yet FSU had multiple chances to win with other plays in that drive, and. And it did not. I also thought the announcers were really bad tonight, not, not understanding what Florida State was trying to do with some of these plays um, and just criticizing stuff that didn't need any criticism. It was kind of silly. Um, so back to the offense here. Uh, I love the pace. Look, this offensive line gets blown up if you don't run at tempo. You brought in Kendall Browles to score points and to run at tempo. Um, that's what helps out this offensive line. They are trying to do everything they can to hide this offensive line. This O-line really does not block very well. You saw it when they got in in third and long situations here. What happened? And the results were not pretty, right? I mean, it was it was bad. Um, well, I'll give you the exact numbers on the Monday show, but they've got to find ways to work with tempo so that you can hide this offensive line. And so far, they've done a really good job of that this year. People are criticizing using tempo in the second half, but how about using tempo with about three minutes left in the first half uh, to, to start the drive? And people criticize that, right? If it didn't work, they would criticize it a ton because if if you end up giving the ball back, oh my gosh, the the opposition has time. Well, it worked. They went down and they, and they ended up scoring before the half. Uh, I thought the creativity was really good. Um, I thought the middle screen attempt to... Uh, uh, to 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 Wilson made a whole lot of sense, especially because UVA is flying to the sideline. See if you can sneak something underneath there. I like the run to Acres, thinking you could pop one. It also gives Blackman a chance to kind of mentally reset potentially 
after after missing Terry like that. Uh, and I really like the the ball to uh, to McKitty where Florida State had just set it up. They had run a couple screens. They weren't really successful, but they had shown UVA, hey, we're trying to get the ball in these screens against some of these looks. UVA sees another screen type look. They run up, and all of a sudden, boom, you've got Terry or uh, McKitty wide open there. So I thought the creativity on offense tonight was good. Um, using jet action to help out with the run game was also big. It, it allowed them to, uh, to to get basically a better angle uh, to block some of these backers and safeties, and so it screwed with UVA's run fit. Nicely done there uh, by by Kendall Browse and the offense. By the way, that play to uh, McKitty, that's a, that was a, a Willie Taggart staple at Oregon. So I wonder if that's not something that that, uh, that they discussed maybe. Uh, the offense was almost a penalty free, but the offense didn't have a ton of penalties. Um, had some on the night. Florida State had uh, had ten penalties for eighty three yards, and uh, that's again that's not great, but that's not like horrendous necessarily. Uh, last year they would have had probably more with this officiating crew. UVA, by the way, ninety seven penalty yards on nine penalties. So. UVA, which has a reputation of being one of the most disciplined teams in the entire nation, was racking up penalties uh, at and penalty yards at basically the exact same rate as Florida State was, which could tell you this crew might have been a little bit whistle-happy. I know we'll talk on the defense a little bit about the one with Robert Cooper. I, I get it uh, why they called it, but at the same time, events prior to that had, had certainly impacted why the play kept going there. Um, other notes on Blackman here. The legal man downfield is almost certainly his fault. I'm not going to say 100%, but almost certainly here, the legal man downfield stuff is his fault when he pump fakes on an RPO because the line is run blocking. You don't really have time to pump fake an RPO, right? The fake is the run fake. Just throw it or get rid of it. Um, we already went over the, uh, the, the, the bad misses there that he had. Thought Cam Akers ran really hard. It was good to see LeBorn get out there and and get a get a carry. And right now, uh, I you know one guy that I think we're looking at who has just not played uh, not played to the standard that, that he set last year is is Tamari and Terry, targeted eleven times and uh, had seventy eight yards. So I mean, seven yards per target. Okay. Only four catches on 11 targets. Some of those were not his fault, but he did have a drop, and and he also had had some poor blocking effort at times. I, I thought that was uh, thought that was bad. DJ Matthews uh, suspended for the game, so we'll have to see what becomes uh, of him. Okay, uh, to defense here. 5.8 yards of play uh, allowed. Not like that far off goal. Really, I mean, like they they didn't they didn't allow fifty, but again, just just not able to meet a, a pretty reasonable goal. Look, UVA's defense is elite. Its offense is not elite. Its offense is just kind of okay. And yet, uh, FSU allowed seventy five percent passing to Bryce Perkins, uh, forty throws for two ninety five. Now they did pick him off twice, uh, but you know some of those weren't quite as consequential. Uh, 295 on 40 is is pretty good for Perkins. He also had some good runs, but but he didn't have any runs that were like 40 yard type runs. So I, I do need to give the the defense credit for playing pretty good run defense uh, throughout the game. They allowed 4.3 yards 
per non-sack carry, and that's basically just rushing stats with the sacks taken out, which is important to do. Uh, look, that's pretty good. Um, I think this is one area where the stats match up with what we saw. The defensive line played with really good effort tonight, especially your, your guys like Durden, Cooper, and Wilson. Uh, you, you got some productive snaps from True Thompson and a couple from Cedric Wood as well. But importantly, behind them, the, the backers fit the run better. So I don't know exactly why that just started to click. Um, part of this looked like they were running a little bit more of last year's defense, just as far as I was having flashbacks to, okay, like they're at least triggering – and getting downhill, we saw some good stuff at at Emmett Rice. We also saw some bad stuff, but that's that's going to happen. Um, pretty good job of containing Perkins throughout the game, by the way. Like we we talked about this in the preview, and y'all laughed and said this Perkins kid is not any good. And I said, no, he's he's the second best quarterback in in the league, and he's really, really tough to sack. And yet Florida State still had two sacks on him. Um, they had a couple other tackles for loss on him and that was that was a pretty good job containing Perkins is just so slippery and he's big and he's physical and he's he's difficult to break to bring down and, and he did a really good job. Um now okay here's the stuff I didn't like. The pass defense Pr- pretty much all night. Uh, people are gonna point to the fact that that UVA had a high number of yards per play in the fourth quarter. That that's true. Uh but how much of that was FSU's defense playing worse than it did in the first half, and how much of that was Perkins hitting, hitting some throws? Because I bet you, if you go back and watch, uh, the grades given FSU's defense by this staff in the first half are not going to be much worse than they were in the second half. I think what you're going to see is that FSU had open guys in their secondary, uh, and Perkins just either didn't see them or was unable to connect with them. And that's a continuing concern I have. Uh, and like I said last time, if this defense doesn't improve a lot, I would fire Harlan Barnett and his and his defensive staff. Uh, well, I'm here to tell you it has not improved a lot. It's improved, certainly, on a one-game sample set. They're better than they were against ULM and, and arguably better than they were uh, against Boise because they are better against the run. But the pass defense right now is still just a mess. The backers and the safeties and everybody are, are, are not coordinated well. I don't think they're playing with very good technique. Um we have some concern here now that Samuels is hurt. That really, you know, really sucks for the secondary. And then Renardo Green went up and getting getting ejected for targeting uh, almost immediately on on a play that look it was a weird play. I'm I'm sure he thought that the guy was going to catch it based on how open he was, and the player just didn't catch it because the ball was thrown like a million miles over his head. He's a true freshman. He'll he'll learn and get better. I think it says a lot that they. You know, they, they believed in him enough to have him get out there. But, again, the, the, the backers in, in, in the past past defense game were just way too easily influenced. Um, I think that the coverage was was too loose at times and allowed these, these long marches, especially later in the game, um, because Perkins was hitting the wide-open guys underneath consistently and, and, and taking what Florida State uh, was giving him. So, Overall, uh, I, I can't give that high a marks to the defensive effort. I can give some uh, better marks because they're, they're not up doing what they did against ULM. And they went on the road, and they, and they kept it closer than I thought they would. Um, but you, you still have some seniors making some, some bad mistakes, you know, personal foul. I think Dontavious had one. Levante Taylor uh, 
losing outside contain on that one blitz. That's just can't have it. And and, and it set up a uh, it set up a big drive for UVA. I'll I'll end on this right. If if this team doesn't quit on Willie Taggart, and look, they might. Who knows? Okay, like they played hard, they played better, and it still wasn't enough. Who knows if they, if they quit on him? They could easily. Hell, if you're in that locker room, you might. I can't say they won't, right? I I, I can't say if Willie's done here or not. Uh, at, at least as far as you know, long term. But if this team doesn't quit on on Willie, they could probably build off this legitimately. Um, this was this was a much better game than I thought they were going to play. They came out, they didn't quit, they kept firing. I, I was surprised at how well they played, actually. Um, I mean, really surprised. That was, you know, it surprised me. I, I thought I thought that UVA would be able to run the football on them. They really didn't. And uh, and I thought UVA would get be able to get more pass rush uh, against Florida State, especially with its blitz, than it did. And again, uh, it, it was not able to. A lot of that was helping helping with the tempo and uh, and hiding some of your offensive line deficiencies there, and uh, and linebackers and, and D linemen playing better. So, yeah, Madison Social, our sponsor, said, "Man, if you exit this game not optimistic, you need to stop and pause." That's probably fair. Now, that's only fair though if you think this team won't quit. If you think this team's going to quit, then you know, there's no reason for optimism if you think the team's going to quit. Okay, uh, so we will uh, um, we will resume on uh, on the Monday show, and I look forward to talking with y'all. Getting this out, it's about uh, 12:30 a.m. on Sunday morning, and uh, we'll see you this week.